It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, guys? Brendan Boylan, the host of the Houdat Discussion podcast. And we have a lot to get into today. The New Orleans Saints battling for a playoff position. They're in their final week of the regular season. They're taking on their bitter rivals in Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, But before we get into all of that, I want to just say thank you for tuning in throughout the regular season. I'm excited to tell you guys what's to come with the podcast, but we still have a season to play. Hopefully there are some playoff games I get to chat with you guys uh, about. But we're going to dive into three things to watch today. But first, here's the intro. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Powered by Overtime Media. All right, guys, I told you a playoff position is on the line. Today, if the New Orleans Saints come out with a victory in Atlanta and they get a little bit of help from the Los Angeles Rams, well, all of a sudden, the New Orleans Saints are the seventh and final seed in the NFC playoffs. And who would have thought, with everything that New Orleans has gone through this season, from being displaced because of the hurricane, um, two different COVID outbreaks, you have 58, an NFL record, 58 different players start for the New Orleans Saints this season. They played four quarterbacks. They're on their third in Taysom Hill. Uh, There's just been a lot that's gone on this season. It seems like every day there's new Saints news, and somehow, someway, they find themselves in a position to make the playoffs. I think that speaks a lot about the New Orleans Saints locker room. I think it speaks a lot uh, to Sean Payton and his staff and how they've kept this team together. So the matchup today is going to be at 4.25 Eastern Standard Time and 3.25 Central Standard Time. Not a lot of people are getting this game. Uh, If you are in the Atlanta or New Orleans area, if you're essentially in the southeast part of the country, you will get the game uh, over on Fox. The rest of the country uh, looks like they're going to get the Rams and the Niners in that game. As I said, just as important to the New Orleans Saints, so definitely do your scoreboard watching. But let's go ahead and jump into these three things to watch. Uh, My first thing to watch is going to be the New Orleans Saints defense against Matt Ryan, and particularly Cameron Jordan. Can he continue the hot streak that he is on? Listen, Cam got NFC Defensive Player of the Week honors for his three-and-a-half sack performance last go-round against the Carolina Panthers, and Cam's been on a tear, seven and a half sacks over his last three games. He's up to 11 and a half on the season. You have to applaud him for that. Uh, outside of his rookie year, every year outside of his rookie year, he's tallied at least seven and a half sacks uh, a season. I think that just speaks to the longevity um, of how good Cameron Jordan has been. And I know early in the season, there were a lot of fans that were upset with Cameron Jordan, um, especially not getting those sack numbers, but As I said on the podcast here, as I've said in articles and and different things with the Saints News Network at the beginning of the year, was that he 
impacted the game in so many different ways without getting to the quarterback. And now that the defensive line is fully healthy and you have Anyamata in the middle and, and Marcus Davenport's been healthy and he's had uh, a whale of a year as well, those guys and what they do open it up for Cameron Jordan. Uh, he had some great quotes last week just talking about uh, his teammates. And my favorite one um, was stop the run, then we get to have some fun. Everyone knows the rules. Uh, and this is something that this team just really prides themselves on, is if you can stop the run, uh, you can go on and, and have some fun and get at the quarterback. So that is one thing uh, that the Saints are coming into this game with, is a lot of momentum on the defensive side of the ball. Shoot, they've played uh, fantastic over the last month, maybe month and a half. Even if you want to go to two months, the Saints defense has been uh, stellar. But my favorite stat, or at least one of my favorite stats of all time, is Cameron Jordan's career sack numbers against Matt Ryan. Yes, no single player has sacked one single quarterback more times than Cameron Jordan has sacked Matt Ryan. And it makes sense. Those these teams face off twice a year. These guys have both been in the league uh, for a long time. Cameron Jordan since 2011, and of course Matt Ryan since 2008. But Jordan has sacked Matt Ryan 22 times. So if you break it down and you look at Cameron Jordan, his career sack numbers, I believe he's at 106 um, after his performance last week. There's a handful of sacks right there, right? We'd say somewhere between 18 and 20%, if I'm doing math very quick in my head, uh, 18 to 20% of Cam Jordan's career sacks are just Matt Ryan. And the Falcons are banged up offensively. Uh, Jalen Mayfield, one of their better offensive linemen, he's questionable. He did not practice this week. Uh, just based off that, the DNPs at practice, I, I just don't think uh, Mayfield's going to go, but I could be wrong. You know, the Falcons are not playing for anything but pride. Um, and when you get to that point in the season, you're playing for pride and you're playing against your, your biggest foe and you're trying to keep them out of the playoffs, maybe, you know, maybe you have a little bit of extra motivation to play through the pain. But outside of that, I mean, it, it's been very storied and the, and the news came out this week about Calvin Ridley wanting out of Atlanta. He hasn't played for Atlanta in weeks. And a lot of that is uh, due to mental health. He took a step away from the game. And you guys know I'm a big mental health advocate, so I have to applaud him there for understanding you have to take care of yourself uh, before you go and do anything else. But uh, it's rumored that he wants out of Atlanta and he wants a fresh start. So no Calvin Ridley. Uh, Kyle Pitts was uh, on the injury report this week. I believe he's going to go. And I think the general assumption is that Pitts, who's uh, not too far off the rookie tight end receiving record, will give it a go today. I uh, expect C.J. Gardner-Johnson uh, in that matchup, and maybe even Demario Davis or Quan Alexander, who's proven to be very good in coverage. But can this defense get to Matt Ryan? Uh, you've seen over the years Matt Ryan gets frazzled a little bit when there's pressure in his face. He th forces some passes, and, and when he doesn't have the offensive threats that he had in the previous years, I'm talking the Roddy Whites, the Julio Jones, the Calvin Ridleys, uh, the the Freemans and Coleman's out of the backfield. Uh, yes, Cordero Patterson, but he suffered an injury. He hasn't quite looked the same since suffering that injury, and, and he single-handedly just uh, demolished the Saints uh, the first go-around this year. So w without really having a lot of true talent out there at the playmaker spot, uh, can the Saints force Matt Ryan into some 
poor decisions and get after the quarterback and get to him quick, uh, I think they certainly can. And that's one of the things I'm looking out for specifically with Cameron Jordan. Can he continue to grow that NFL record uh, on Matt Ryan? As I said, coming in today, 22 career sacks for Cam Jordan on Matt Ryan. My second thing to watch, we're going to flip it to the other side of the field. We're going to talk about Taysom Hill, who I wrote had one of his better, if not his best, uh, passing outing of his career uh, last week because New Orleans' offense could really not find a flow. They could not get into a rhythm to save their life uh, against Tampa Bay, or rather against, uh, against Carolina. And in that, Taysom was able to get the juices flowing, right? He connected with Callaway in a two-minute drill to kick a field goal right before the end of the first half, and the Saints went into halftime down 1-10-9. to But that all started because it wasn't Alvin Kamara's legs. It wasn't Taysom Hill's legs. It was actually Taysom Hill's arm, which is something that Saints fans are not totally used to. Uh, but Taysom really got the juices flowing. He had a couple errant passes, and uh, you know you can say what you want about Taysom Hill as a quarterback, and I think you guys know my opinion there is that he's not a long-term answer at quarterback. He's a fun gadget guy, uh, but listen, he's, what, 7-2 and two as a starter in his NFL career. I know the defense has been really good the last two years for New Orleans, but there's something to be said when you're 7-2 and two as an NFL starter regardless of, uh, of the stats, but nonetheless, he's coming off one of his better passing performances, and he's coming into a game where uh, he's faced the Atlanta Falcons twice as an NFL starter. He did both um, last season for New Orleans in, in place of the injured Drew Brees, and doesn't that just feel like a lifetime ago? I mean, Sean Payton said in a quote this week that uh, it's felt like two and a half years <laughs> since uh, since Hurricane Ida, and it doesn't—it just doesn't feel like a part of this season. I think back to Taysom Hill taking over for Drew Brees, and that feels like almost a lifetime ago. But nonetheless, uh, Hill faced the Falcons twice last year as a starter, and he put up very similar numbers in, in arguably his t- best two uh, starts of his NFL career. So let's just dive into him. Week 11, 2020, um, the Saints defeat the Falcons, and Taysom Hill passed for 233 yards ran for 49, and ran for two touchdowns. Uh, Just a few weeks later, in week 13, Hill threw for 232 yards, ran for 83, uh, and passed for two touchdowns. The the latter of those two was was in Atlanta. So you saw he was able, inside of Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, he ran over the Falcons' 83 rushing yards, but he was able to get it done with his arm. I believe he connected with Traquan Smith, Uh, for the first touchdown. I'm not sure about the second touchdown in that game off the top of my head, but you look at those numbers. They're very similar. Taysom's had very, very good success uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. Can he do so again today? You know, there's question marks on the Saints offensive line. There's been question marks to the Saints offensive line all year, Uh, but it looks like they're going to be a little bit healthier than they were last week. Uh, You may get Mark Ingram back this week. I know that he was actually downgraded um, for the game, but, uh, the only players that have been ruled out for New Orleans, Teron Armstead, PJ Williams, and Bradley Roby, uh, Ramchek and Ingram, uh, and Davenport are questionable, and it looks like the Saints will get Eric McCoy back, uh, all positive things for New Orleans, so, can the Saints get something going offensively, take some of that pressure off Taysom Hill, uh, maybe Mark Ingram's able to just, uh, serve as a guy who maybe gets like eight carries, uh, 
and is physical between the tackles. We're just going to open it up for guys like Alvin Kamara, open it up for guys like Taysom Hill. Um, and, and Taysom Hill and Marquez Callaway have seemed to build a good rapport over the last couple weeks. Can they continue to build there? And, um, of course, you have a guy like Deontay Harris, or uh, who wants to now be known as Deontay Hardy. So Deontay Hardy, formerly Deontay Harris, can he get involved offensively? We saw one comeback route last week where he slid on the comeback uh, on the sideline, came up with the grab. I mean, he's grown a lot as a wide receiver. I think he's a really interesting weapon, and I'm curious to see how the Saints use him when everyone is healthy. Um, and remember, Harris has had some suspension this year. He's been injured. Um, but when he himself and everybody else is healthy, I think he's going to be a really big piece of what New Orleans wants to do moving forward. But that's my second thing to watch is how does Taysom Hill attack the Atlanta Falcons after two successful goes uh, last year? Can he continue to be a thorn in the side of the Atlanta Falcons? I told you guys this is going to be a short podcast. So my third and final thing to watch against the Atlanta Falcons will be coming up right after the break. You're listening to the Who Dat Discussion podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, guys, third and final thing. We already talked about Cameron Jordan and the Saints defense. Can they get after Matt Ryan? We talked about Taysom Hill and his success against the Atlanta Falcons in his career as a starting quarterback. Can that continue? Third and final thing to watch is the scoreboard. And I kind of teased you guys there in the intro. Scoreboard watching is going to be really important for the Saints today. As I said, they need a victory. Uh, it's all about taking care of business yourself. But 
you're going to have those eyes kind of creep up to the scoreboard, uh, especially if you're watching at home or if you have Sunday ticket, you're going to be flipping between multiple games. The Saints need a Los Angeles Rams victory over the San Francisco 49ers to clinch the final playoff spot. And ironically, if that happens, New Orleans would travel to L.A. to take on the Rams uh, next week. So you'd be cheered for the Rams this week to just cheer against them next week. But nonetheless, um, that's that's the situation. There's nothing crazy. There's nothing. Um, there's nothing really difficult to understand about it. It is win, and San Francisco lose, and you're in, and that's that. So, for this team to have endured everything that they have, as I said earlier, and even be in this position is quite remarkable. So to find yourself in a playoff position, even if it's the seventh seed, even if you don't play particularly well in the wild card rounds, um, it's a success. This this year as a whole, with everything that's happened, is a success. And I know that a playoff berth would just be a cherry on top, at least for me. I know the expectation for this team, especially with how good they've been over the last half decade, is win the division, go to the playoffs. And uh, we had four straight years where the New Orleans Saints were kings of the South uh, and went to the playoffs. And obviously there were two years there that I think a lot of us believed the Saints were going to be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. And, I mean, not to bring up old wounds, but, you know, the Minneapolis miracle happened, the Nolan no-call happened. But this is a completely different team orchestrated a completely different way, the way that they play, the way that they find a way to win the games. And uh, it's, a, it's a new era of Saints football. And yeah, there's going to be a lot of changes before next year. I think there could be a big change at the quarterback position before next year. But nonetheless, uh, watching the scoreboard is going to be the last thing to watch, watching your own scoreboard, watching uh, the scoreboard of the Rams game because, shoot, somehow, some way. Here we are. Uh, it goes in the final week of the season. It's going to be stress, anxiety around 4 o'clock Eastern time today, but it's going to be fun, and it's the reason why we uh, all love football and particularly New Orleans Saints football. Again, I wanted to thank you guys so much for tuning in this year, this regular season. I hope there are more opportunities to speak to you guys and I hope the Rams come out victorious. I hope the Saints come out victorious. And we get to talk to you guys next week uh, about the NFC playoffs. That's the goal. But for now, I hope you guys enjoy uh, the Saints and Falcons, one of the most bitter rivalries in all of football. And regardless of the results, we'll talk to you next week. And until then, remember to find your peace, spread love, practice positivity, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Who Dat Discussion podcast.